We are sort of near the warehouse for the third Blitzball ba Blitz battle. It's time to talk to a champion, maybe two champions. Let's talk some Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but mostly about boys. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Hey. Last episode, you needed two cups of milk. This episode, you need three, because not only do we have you, we got Sammy Reeser and Caden Sartain oh. joining us today from Missouri. Missouri. Hey, boys, what are you doing? <laughs> get, get right into it. <laughs> get right into it. What's there to talk about? There was no game. That's true. I was like getting ready to recap something. <laughs> There's Go ahead. nothing to say. The whole... <laughs> The whole tournament. The whole, the whole tournament. tournament. That's what we're here whole to do. Go ahead, Brendan. Burn the whole I mean, thing. And we're, we're also we're here with the two guys that were there for literally the entire thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You guys were there. So, what's up, boys? How's Missouri? Is that how you guys say it out there? Is that like the cool way to say Missouri? Misery. How is it out there? Everything's going well with Como the season? Yeah. I mean, it's going good. We have like six teams in our league. There's a lot of players and all of them have jobs, so sometimes it's hard to schedule. But uh, at the end of the day, we're just out there having a great time out there. And oh, yeah. So you guys are working now that the school year's over? Yep, yep. Yeah, I'd say this was, def like, so far from the seasons I've been in, the busiest one so far as far as scheduling and, like, yeah. just you're just trying to make production better every time you do it. And so this is obviously the newest and most improved one. So on top of everybody getting to the age of like 2021, it's like everybody's working. Everybody's yeah. trying to play blitz ball with their Friday nights. It's like, what are we like? What are we doing here? Adults, <laughs> baby. Adults. So, so that's it's been really busy, but it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Have you guys seen a big bump since uh, Blitzball Battle in your in your numbers and stuff like that? And people viewing you guys and all that sort of stuff. Is it good yeah, publicity? Definitely, especially with the demographic with Blitzball Battle and John Boy. They obviously get more of that older baseball audience, which is great because Blitzball has those two audiences. I'd say our audience is more of the younger generation. And then I think I've seen more of the older generation comment on our video. So it's kind of cool to see mm -hmm. that they can like coexist. When you say older generation, what you talking about right now? <laughs> it's like anybody uh, older than 25. Uh, 25. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> anybody older than me okay. is old. So Solid. I was watching the this season stuff at work. I was telling you a little earlier. I was watching it at work, and one of my like managers came over. He's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" I was like, "You need to see this. The ball moves an insane amount." And I think he might have gone back to his desk and watched too. So, you're welcome. Big bump from here. Appreciate it, Peter. I didn't tell you this, but I was uh, practicing my my pitching at a, like a local elementary school after hours, not during hours, like everybody thinks. I I live close to an elementary school, and people think I shouldn't. That's a whole a whole talk about it for another day. People think I should. <laughs> so I was practicing on a weekend and just like throwing at a, at a chair like one does. And there's these two dads that had little kids that were like maybe two years old and they kept like waddling over towards me. And I don't know how to interact with children. So I was like, ball? Like like it was like a little dog. And they, they, got, they got scared and they would run away. Then the next one would come over and they would rinse and repeat. And one of the dads was you curious about what him. it was. So, like, I, I didn't know how to get them away, so I just fucking chucked it as hard as I could at the kid's head. The kid, the kid now has a plus ball-sized dent in his head for life. Scram! <laughs> yeah, so uh, we may be old, but I don't know how to interact with the children yet. That's true. Oh, don't that's practice true. anymore, Brent. You're going to fucking blow yeah. me out of the water. I, I just try to build up my arm straight, because every time I go out, it's like once a month, and then I just blow out my arm. 
So I, I just need to like just keep it warm a little bit. That's part of the fun. If you don't wake up the next day being like, fuck, I can't move yeah. my shoulder. Oh, is this is a good it? segue into the tournament. How were it your guys' arm feeling like all... What are the highs and lows of like pitching throughout Blitzball Battle 3? How, how do you feel? Highs and lows? Well, first of all, I would not describe the arm pain as part of the fun. <laughs> I would say that is the only not fun part about the game. Yeah. That's that's my one complaint about the I game. I don't know, man. I think you might have a different definition of fun than I do. <laughs> we just had the lights turn off on us in here. I don't know what's going on. Here. That, was, that was me. Um, oh, yeah. Great. Thanks for that. A lot of buttons wow. on this control um, board. But highs and lows of warehouse specifically, highs obviously being there's a speed limit. So um right by that fifth day like if i was playing a a como blitzball tournament for five days i wouldn't have gotten out of bed on the fifth day oh no (laughs) but with a 69 mile an hour speed limit i i will say that pitching the four days before actually helped me to hit that speed limit on the fifth day because i didn't have anything left like i was just right like i was I was you're kind of sitting there a little bit. No, even, yeah, even if I wanted to throw as hard as I could with the way my arm was feeling, I probably only could have touched like 75. Yeah. So I like whereas day one, I'm like my arm's ready to go. I'm like you could pop 90. The first, hit, the first pitch of the tournament, I threw like 75 and I thought I could have swore I threw it 45. Like right. the adrenaline was crazy. But by the by the fifth day, my arm was hanging. So it 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 really didn't take much for me to throw right at that speed limit, yeah. which honestly probably, probably helped. So that's a high of it. But I definitely threw a lot of pitches, and um, he threw one of the most had, pitches out of all. Is that right, Peter? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was kind of wild. I was not expecting to throw that many pitches, but I also just, you know, that's what you get when you can't freaking throw strikes, which is what happened to me in quite <laughs> a few of those games. So I just ended up walking people, which is why I threw more pitches than anybody else. But yeah, I've got something's wrong with my UCL. Nothing, nothing bad enough. Oh, you're to saying have, that like, in a post game, right? And then how you're like, yeah, uh, I should no, be fine. I'm just going to keep going. No, it's nothing bad enough to have like surgery for, and it's not like stopping me. But um, I don't know if you can even see this. I can't fully extend. My he's, wow, he's flexing for us. <laughs> for, those, for those who can't see, he just took off his shirt and he's just flexing his arms. No, he actually can. just flexed and the shirt popped. He's off. Even poses on me right now. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't know. It's not like. It just like bothers me, I guess. It's not it's yeah. nothing to like get scared thing. over or anything, but it's just that inner elbow, which is a little sucky. But um with that sixty nine mile an hour speed limit, we were honestly just cruising. So Yeah. And then for me, um, to start off the tournament, I like the nerves were there and I don't know what was going on. I started throwing forty mile per hour fastballs, so there's no way my arm could like actually hurt. Right. Uh but the the one thing about me that works sometimes which I guess genetics. You guys were guessing my height. I'm actually six foot three. What, what did we <laughs> land on? Like that's before. I think I said six I think foot. We, we said something ridiculous. I think you said like no, six foot. We definitely nine. did I not say six, six foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. We got um, shoe size too, I think. Yeah. yeah and then the, the lows were definitely trying to throw strikes under 69 miles per hour. Yeah. Because my pitching motion in Como games is so different. And yes. when I tried to slow it down, it just ruined my mechanics and got into my head. Because you got like a pretty uh, straight then, over the top throw in in Como Blitzball, right? Because you get that that nice rise action on that, and you, yep. you throw as hard as you get. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then really throughout the whole tournament, we were kind of worried because we didn't know what I was going to do on the mound. And then I never said this before, but before the semifinal game against We Got Ice, 
uh, that curveball pitch that I threw those last two games, I learned that pitch 10 minutes before the game. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought Which it was just like your normal wild. breaking ball that you threw in other competition. He, so we have a running joke that Caden cannot throw off-speed, period, paragraph, <laughs> end of story, no uh-huh. off-speed. So we've always had that running joke in the league, and he and we and obviously he didn't have off speed for this tournament for a while, and he like kind of before the tournament had said he was going to try to develop something because he, we know we're going to need it under sixty nine. Mm-hmm. So he would try, but then we were like, okay, let's stick with the fastball. But obviously the fastball didn't work. Didn't work. So before the before the semifinal game, he comes up, he comes up to me literally this exact conversation ten minutes before game time. Like they're in the the. They're in the booth ready to go. There's all the 50 people on the stands ready to go. Like we're we're just like waiting on cameras to start rolling or whatever. Yeah. And he comes up, he goes, so what if I like throw it exactly like my fastball, but with my fingers like this? Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes and throws up, and then he goes and throws some warm-up pitches and he hit like two in a row. We were like, yep. yep. Okay, there mm-hmm. it is. About it. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, in the second game against Rotten to Rourke. I was throwing a curveball, but I had a knuckle on it, which slows the pitch down. So it was a forty mile per hour curveball, which right. was going to be way too slow for the ice guys. They were going to they're going to nail it. Yeah. Uh, so then what I did is that I took the knuckle off. I was like, well, the main problem is that I can't have my normal pitching motion. Why don't I add this and just throw it with my normal pitching motion? Right. Uh, which so, I guess yeah, gives you was, that twelve six break because you're getting that top spin by using that straight over the top motion. Exactly. Exactly. So those first three games were kind of weird because I had to like adjust the warehouse, especially like. In there, I don't know how it portrays on video, but I think in person it's way louder. It's it's really stupid, stupid loud. That makes sense. Like the acoustics in there probably like just stay reverberate off the walls like crazy. I'm sure it's an empty warehouse. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you know, which like that was going to be one of my questions actually about how like it compared when you guys are playing on like essentially a miniature baseball field versus this warehouse. Like not just the fact that it's narrower, but it's louder and it's shorter. Like. Did you guys do anything to prepare for that ahead of time? I'm sure you like prepared for the the speed limit, but did you do anything to prepare for like trying to get your your hits to go more straight, and not to the right or the left? Interesting. So there's a lot to be said about the comparison, but I wouldn't. We didn't do any physical preparing for like there's anything except the speed limit. We didn't do. We we obviously we've practiced like pit, pitching under the speed limit and that's really about it but like we had no idea it was going to be that loud we had no idea there was going to be 60-ish people screaming or i mean or not what it would feel like or sound yeah. like obviously it was also like, bigger really than it was in previous years too so it was yeah. like in yeah. battle one or two it might have been more lax you're at the biggest one yeah it's like i don't know like how do you practice that like i'm yeah. not right. which which by the way i we maybe would have taken it into consideration if we thought that would be a factor but we honestly didn't until you get there and you're like wait wait a minute this is not a park in my backyard like that's not <laughs> right that's, and you're still expected yeah, to be entertaining so, too and like kind of talk on mic and stuff like that which no, is probably difficult exactly so you like Caden was saying earlier in in como and like you said you were watching some of them i let like I'm just hanging out with my friends with a camera in my face. And so in my head, I'm just hanging out with my friends. And so I'm like, I'm goofing off. I'm screaming and yelling and high energy and just having a great time because I'm As just if the camera's at the end of the day. No, exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm just hanging out with my friends. And so then I like plan on bringing that same energy to the warehouse. 
But all of a sudden, there's sixty ish full time employees. <laughs> running, running they all know each other with, well, and like you guys are the outsiders. Running around with cameras, and there's bird's eye view cameras flying over you, and, and Chris and Peter in the booth screaming about you, and <laughs> and Jimmy and Jake are on the sides watching. It's and and you're getting yelled at, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, these people all are like doing full time jobs, and I'm playing for a big prize, and there's people yelling at me, and this is nothing like a park, like. And so I was honestly fully confident that I was going to bring, be able to bring like that, whatever silly, goofy personality that I have in Como. Yeah. And I, I just lost it. Like if, <laughs> if any, if anyone were to like go watch the warehouse games and then watch a Como video the, in, in most scenarios, probably 90% of scenarios, they would be like, okay, like these are, this is two completely different kids, yeah. which, which I don't love, but they, it, first yeah, time being in the yeah. warehouse, there's nothing I, there's well, nothing yeah. I could like. That was, it was just wild and crazy to adapt to. So my my brain went to okay, let's play really good blitz ball, <laughs> right? And like like in the creator in me or like entertainer in me completely left. Which yeah, and I, and I guess I guess like going into it, I guess we're considered which I would consider us. I guess we're like half pros. Like I don't know what you want to classify us as. Like yeah, Charles like, called you professionals. He did. So, yeah, he yeah, said it. You can put that on your resume. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so like going in, like obviously, like we expect to win, but like obviously, like after game one, McFlurry played us really well. Like McFlurry had two tough matchups to start it off. Like yeah, I thought they should have had another chance, but obviously that's that's just how the dice rolled. But yeah. like man, after that first game, we barely snuck by. They played us well. We're like we do not know what just hit us. It's gonna be a long tournament, right? And yeah. wow. like the way John Boy set that all up, like com- like from Blissful Battle two to Blissful Battle three, just to see what production that they did absolutely insane just even from in person and on video it's nuts absolutely nuts yeah yeah i I mean it it is something that to go from like essentially playing with there's four people per team on como right in your league so i'm going from you being like buddies with seven other guys plus the guys recording Exactly. To going in and being like, "Fuck!" The only person here I know is Caden. That's true. Yeah, so like, it kind of like yeah. makes sense yeah. that and you're like, a different no, person. You don't even have the I four. It would be even easier if you had your full four too, because then you have like a little bit more of a buffer. I think you had some friends that were there too, um, but like it's different when it's just like Caden. It's just you and me, man. Like it's it's kind of scary if you had like a, a bigger team. You can kind of you know feel a little bit more comfortable there. But like I, it's also yeah. interesting just to think about walking in there. I didn't even think about just looking around and seeing all the cameras all over you. Like that's that's got to be a little bit jarring for sure. One hundred percent. It forced like every like silly goofy aspect like out of me. Like right. without me even without me even knowing though. It wasn't like okay, Sammy, the cameras are on. Where you're, you're you're in this big tournament. It's time to just dial it. Like that's not what happened in my head. Like I'm just having a great time. Yeah. But then I walk back on video and I'm like, why was I like screaming and yelling like that? But it was because. It is so high intensity, and you don't even realize it. Yeah, it's it's so loud there. I'm assuming you guys saw the clip where Sammy goes, "Is he immobile?" To Trevor, <laughs> uh, like yeah, yeah. the light, Sammy ends up losing in the lights. It's so loud there that <laughs> right. after that play where I got that hit to Trevor and Sammy's like asked if he was immobile, I literally did not hear that on camera. Wow, he, yeah. like like in person, I had no idea he said that. I have no idea what. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that moment, and I was like, "Sammy doesn't know yet." And I had, obviously, I'm just I'm watching oh, yeah. it live time. He's like, "He's he'll 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 find out." Literally, I know it was gonna be that same game. He finds out how, how difficult it is. Yeah, yeah, so funny. Yeah, which is like, so I'm like, okay, well, that ball hit the ceiling, and came down about five feet in front of him, and didn't catch it, obviously. So I say that like just talking my crap, whatever. Right. And 
then yeah which very much full circle warehouse <laughs> moment where everyone watching and everyone in the warehouse they knew damn well i was going to lose that ball in the lights <laughs> like here it comes I, I had no idea there was there was lights like shining in my face up there right. but it's not probably, it's probably I, I don't I haven't seen it but i'm guessing it's also not just a straight flat ceiling there's probably like some beams and stuff that it could rattle around in you don't know bumps and bumps and yeah and, right bars and wires and whatnot all in the ceiling it's not flat for sure so i, I do I, I agree with the appraisal of that situation because making fun of an old guy is funny so calling him a mobile i say so, stand stand by it so another thing is like that's that was like i don't know if you guys noticed or anyone else noticed i talked the most shit in the, in that game <laughs> that game specifically because it was like it's trevor and like forgotten and he's the heel and they've been they've like ran the warehouse and whatnot and so in my head, I'm like, okay, well, like they could take it, like, and it, it'll make it entertaining, right? But and then then when we when we beat them twice, and I'm talking like that, it just wasn't a good look. But <laughs> yeah, no, we we were watching the first round game because we didn't tell any of our friends any of the results, so it's like all it's all real when we're watching it. Yeah. We're all watching on the couch, and during the first rotten game, like. Uh, I think Sammy hits the walk-off. We're all cheering, and then Sammy's on the couch. He's like, dude, I didn't know I acted like that. Like, almost just like a, <laughs> a shocking moment. No, yeah. I, like, genuinely was – it was genuinely hard for me to watch that rotten game. Like, I was I was literally, like, cringing at myself. Like, I forgot half the things I said and did. Uh, and It's got to be so hard to watch if yourself. I, if I – but, like, in Como videos, I, like, laugh at myself while I'm watching the video or, like, everybody else, and I'm like, wow, that was a great time. This I was like I was stressed out watching it, which it's it's because it's like a company that obviously the two of us aren't a part of, right. and I didn't like like I said I was just everything hit me at once and I lost all like of what I do in Como and I was just playing to play Blitzball yeah and then so I go to watch it back and I was completely different than I am yeah, yeah it's, all it's like other videos, home games versus away games you know yeah yeah exactly. well was it more like a thing where. You know, when we when you're with your buddies, you could shit talk as much as you want. You're like, ah, they know I'm just fucking around. Mm. But then when you're in the warehouse, does it ever go through your mind like, I got to make sure I'm like really making sure that they know I'm just joking, right? Or is it just like slipping yet. out? And then no. you being so stressed, you're just like delivering these jokes with a straight face. No, yeah, it 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 wasn't. There was no like, oh, let's really make sure I'm joking. It was just me like in the in the heat of the game and like because i normally do it in como videos with like zero repercussion because it's just my friends and it's hilarious and whatnot <laughs> yeah. but obviously with trevor plouffe standing on the other end of you there's <laughs> going to be people that don't like it but that's just me at the end of the day and if anyone were to watch a como video they would understand but it it just comes off differently in two different places and with two different audiences and there's nothing you can really yeah. do about and it li literally at our apartment like Sammy's in one room just chilling. I'm in the other room, like cutting up mic up clips. And I'm like, hey, Sammy, come over here. Like, what are you saw in the mic? Yeah. It has a funny thing. It's so weird to not have any like production, no like, control, control over it. And oh, yeah. Yeah. To see the product that they put out is just so different from Como. And it, I think they, they coexist so well because it's two totally different products. Yeah. Right. But they both like have their own way that it works so well. So was it like tough for you to watch when you guys did the 5v5 as well? Or did you like just not watch that stuff? We watched it and we honestly laughed like the whole time. I was it was great. Yeah. That, that was not. That, that's that's lower all. stakes, so, right? Like, what do you think the difference casual. was? Oh, sorry, Brendan. No, no, no just piggybacking on you. It, the it was difference. Lower stakes. 
I feel like I act like I acted different. Like I'm telling you, my like my Sammy Breezer call, like left. Like I, I don't know. Like all I was focused on, without even realizing it, was like just playing really well. Which Jimmy has talked about on multiple occasions. Like he likes to find those people that are right in between, like entertaining and playing really well, and and like wanting to win. Because obviously everyone there needs to have a, that want to win. Right. And I'm. I've always been really good at that. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like Caden and I, we do, we, we do like that. That's fine. We can do that. And all of a sudden, like I watching it back, I'm realizing like the, the entertainer part wasn't there as much as like the, I need to win this game, which is again, I, I didn't see it until I watched it back, but don't know how much yeah. I can do about it. I mean, Hey, I guess at least for an audience standpoint, like, if you're watching a movie, which honestly sometimes it feels like a movie, you always want that villain at some point, like to oh, yeah. root against it. Yeah. I guess if yeah. Sammy was that guy, I guess he, like he did it right for the job, but obviously not maybe the way he wanted to portray himself as. But you know, yeah, I mean, it was we, it was very interesting to see. No, I'm not. I yeah, I'm with all this being said, I'm not mad about it. Like it was oh, yeah. way. like all, yeah, all, all of the way it went down. We ended up be one, so. <laughs> you ended up winning. Yeah, how could I say I was mad about that? Yeah, but, right. We, we, but, we talked about yeah, a lot I, in the, our shows like leading up to the championship too. You guys were kind of like the people to root against just because people that consume John Boy Media stuff don't really know you. Like if maybe they saw that one five on five video, but that was like a small little video back in the day, whatever it was. But you guys come in out of nowhere. Everybody knows every single name except for you two. So it's got, that's going to be a little bit of a pressure situation too. Yeah. Also, we were playing Jack and Zoe. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said in one of my pregames, like Zoe could hit me with his car, and I'd say thank you. Like, yeah, thanks, way. buddy. <laughs> so, no, I, yeah. but we, we love both of those dudes and everybody there. So it, it wasn't like we weren't we were never upset by anyone rooting against us or like that is how it's supposed to be. We are the outsiders to the company, and everyone there was doing such a great job and being so friendly and open. I can and only imagine yeah. accepting accepting of us. So. There was never a point where we were like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna stomp on these guys this game. We don't like this team. Like, we love every single team that we played. So it was like, if they're gonna root, like, I wouldn't. I told Caden on multiple times when we were either like reading comments or watching videos or watching it all play out. I told Caden, I was like, if I'm wa- if I'm watching this as a newcomer, like, there's no chance in hell I'm rooting for us yeah. in e- either. <laughs> like, so, so I I see where they're all coming from. Yeah, I mean, it's that, and it's also in. David versus Goliath. Nobody wants to root for Goliath. No. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. When you come yeah. in like as kids that play with an eighty mile per hour speed limit, and you're supposed you're supposed to be better than everybody there, so you want you want to see someone else take them down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you said you kept all the results a secret, right? Oh my goodness! Kate, I think yeah. it was you who said your portion of the prize money you were going to donate to the Blitzball field that you guys got going on, right? So yep. did you just like hold on to that money until the final came out, so that nobody was like, oh, hey, "Where the point. fuck did he get all this, though?" Huh? Or you did so, it, but if you didn't, you just spent it. And like the field looks really good for no it. reason. <laughs> like what the hell's going on? Yeah, uh, I saw a few comments that like it was a conspiracy theory that like the new field um, ended up like we created the new field because we won. Like people like they spoiled it maybe. But like the oh, okay. the field, the way it looks right now is exactly how it would, would have looked if we went zero two, like to yeah. start the tournament. Uh, currently, right now, the money's still like sitting there. We just have to figure out where we want to spend that five grand to kind of improve it. So, okay, it all went to Bitcoin. Yeah, because I yeah. think you said so, you wanted to do stands, right? Yeah, we might create stands like right behind home plate. So then, because 
I mean, I'm taking ideas off warehouse games. They're, the audience plays such a big factor into it. I was like, we don't really have that yet in games. Mm-hmm. And if we have it in the main camera angle of the fans, like sitting in the background, that'd be like kind of cool to see. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, who knows where that will money will end up going to? But that that was the plan, though. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Still to come. Still to come. <laughs> yeah, I just like the image of being like. Well, Caden just fucking put five thousand dollars into the stadium. Like, is he selling <laughs> and, drugs and it also, or something? It looks What's kind of the same. On? Like they didn't really do anything with it. It looks. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, there are, our friends did have their suspicions about money, like which it was. First of all, it was really hard to keep that a secret for two months, but it was. They were like they were like on the the littlest things they would bring up. Like I literally ate out like food like two or three days in a row and my roommate was like hey man you uh you you haven't been eating at home recently i was like yeah like what are you what is you what are you getting at like what is this mm-hmm. why are you telling me this and he was like i don't know you just you might need a little extra money if you're gonna keep doing that <laughs> and i was like and and so you just have to walk around and just laugh at him and we had a we had a saying that when we came home and they asked about it all that we could say was quote unquote it was fun. So right. we would, that was our running joke you're for like, like two deflector. months. Yeah. Anything, anytime anything would come up, even if it didn't have anything to do with that statement, we would just be like, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. So did yeah. your, sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I was saying like we flew into St. Louis, like going back home and like Columbia is two hours from St. Louis, like where we live. And in that two hour drive, we're like, okay, everything we want to say right now, we're going to say it about Blissful Battle 3. And then for two months, it's out. Like <laughs> we had to erase it from our minds. And then, like at points, like you had to like for, like you almost forgot what happened, which is wild. So watching right. it back was really cool. Like you got to relive that moment, but yeah. for two months it did suck. And every single move I made inside the apartment, they would try to make like like they're watching you just like re- react oh, yeah. to it. Almost. Yes, they would yes. relate it back. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny you say that because when we, we talked to Jimmy, he said the same thing. He's like, it, it, the way he looks at it is that you're outputting so much while you're there that you don't really input anything, which is like totally. Yeah makes sense when you're just exerting so much and like trying to put on a show you're not really taking in all the sights and really taking time to remember everything so that's pretty that must be pretty cool to watch it back yeah yeah so did your like roommates try to like get things out of you so like after the first game against mac flurry power um i don't think either of you hit a home run were they like oh man sammy that home run you hit was pretty cool and you'd just be (laughs) like yeah really like fucking and he's like you didn't hit one in this (laughs) one i knew it i mean i'm they did not, and I'm glad, but they were all just really honestly respectful about it. Like, they didn't, like, as much as they probably wanted to, they they didn't, like, nag or do anything like that or try to get it out of us. Like, the, the most they would do was those little little jokes about money. Like, yeah. other than that, they were pretty respectful about it, and they, want, they, they wanted to watch it. So, for that, like, if we were to have told them, then it's not as fun for them to watch anyway. So it was a mix of they were being respectful and be they want to watch. So they didn't really do right. any of that. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so who was up there with you? I think it was, is that your brother, Caden? Yep. Yep. My brother. And then uh, the other guy is uh, Aaron. He's like, he's the inventor of Blitzball. Okay. So oh, shit. It, cool. it was awesome. I mean, if you see his reactions on the sidelines, like the entire tournament, he's like so amazed because like, I know his whole story, like trying to like walk, outside of Central Park in New York, just trying to sell blitz balls from person That's to person. Awesome. Well, for him to walk into a warehouse that John Way has created that, like he's so amazed and just so proud of like what it has come to. 
So when it came to it, like when he saw that we're in it, like we're we're really close with with Aaron. So it was awesome to to have him be there. And also my brother, uh, like technically me and him are co-commissioners of Como Blitzball. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was like, yeah, he has to come. And what ended up happening is that Chandler, my brother that was in the stands, he ended up having to get shoulder surgery. So initially the Como team was supposed to be me and Chandler. But since Chandler had shoulder surgery, we're like, you know what? Let's get Sammy. So, yeah. So that's a good segue into like, how did you guys meet, and how did Como get started, and all this? I feel like this should have been at the top of the podcast. Yeah, I also have another like, question I forgot to ask too about dinner. Brendan forgot we'll his questions. He'll come back in the middle of your answer. <laughs> we'll, we'll, Don't worry we'll, about it. We'll, we'll figure it out. You'll something will click. But no, I'm glad you asked because it is because of Blitzball, and I mean, as as personal and whatever and life stories I could get, I'll start with pretty much where we met. But I I moved here to Columbia went to high school with him and um we so me and two guys on the baseball team had a science class together and we were all sitting at the same table Caden not being one of them and one of them played with Caden and Coma Blitzball Hudson if you watched the videos anybody listening has watched the videos or YouTube if you know who Hudson is he was we were in a junior year of high school science class and he had won the home run derby video that just came out and so joey and i joey's another como blitzball personality um we're with him in our in a group and joey brings it up he's just like hey congrats on that home run derby when i watched the video blah 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 and hudson is like yeah we're actually about to do our next season our combine Caden needs more more people if uh if y'all wanted or if joey and he joey ended up um dming you yeah joey ended up dming me which is crazy because i didn't know joey and sammy like i didn't really know them while they went to my school i never heard of sammy and we went to high school for like two years together we had no idea <laughs> um so joey dms me one of the guys that come up with ball and he's like yo i'm a big fan and i feel like straight like, up fan like he, he like he straight up, <laughs> he was, he was straight up he's like i love the videos blah 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 and like i was like all right, like, yeah, you could show up to the combine. And then, like, we were kind of, like, full on players for the next season. He goes, hey, can I, like, bring my extra friend, which ended up being Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which, like, he was just like, yo, I got a friend. Yeah, and, too. like, we had, like, talk numbers. Like, hey, do we have another spot? Like, I don't even know this guy. I never yeah. heard of Sammy like, nah, before. Let's not do it. Yeah, and then uh, we showed up to the combine, and then yeah, Sammy so- was there. Yeah, so I went with Joey because Joey was like one of my only friends there at the time because I had just moved there. So literally, Joey was like my only friend. So he was like, "Yeah, you got to come do this with me." He, like you said, he DM Caden. Caden said, "Yeah, I show up." And at our high school turf field, by the way, and had never met Caden before. And so they're all there with all the tripods set up, and they've got their little friend group of guys who have already been playing for the last couple of years, and. Um, so kind of right off the jump, it was just a kind of a friend group vibe thing. It wasn't like it was. It wasn't like walking into the warehouse with sixty employees. <laughs> right. It was like a hey, let's we're just kind of just a few dudes, and a few doing, tripods. Our, doing our doing our thing yeah. exactly. And so Joey and I do our combine video, whatever, and we um go. We all go grab food together after whatever. Get a little bit closer with everybody. Just meeting everybody, and then th- literally within the next week. I end up in was 
was this one? I, I'm trying to remember the timeline of things, but somewhere in this timeline, I end up in Caden's prom group. Like senior prom, senior prom dance. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah. I said junior year earlier, I meant senior year. Senior, so I end up in Caden's prom group one way or another. We don't need to get into that. Um, <laughs> and so. Cut to you're both in dresses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was actually Caden's date. So, yeah, yes, I figured. Yeah. Uh, no, so so we we do that, and that prom weekend, my family, um, so they were moving to Tennessee after I graduated high school, and so they were going to an open house in Tennessee, and they were also putting my house on my house at the time in an open house, so I couldn't be there because they were showing it to people. So I couldn't be at my house and that was prom weekend. So Caden's parents were like, all right, just stay with us for the weekend. So this is again, like a week or two after meeting him. And I'm like mm-hmm. staying at his house with on a prom weekend, whatever. And um, so just get to know his family throughout the weekend and hanging out with him and the other guys. And so I'm talking to his mom and she's like, why are like, what are your parents doing? Blah, 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 blah. Why are like, you have to stay here. And I, we just go through the whole deal about how they're moving over the summer. And, but I'm going to Mizzou. So like, if I were to go to Tennessee, I would be moving to Tennessee for absolutely nothing and coming back to Mizzou. So she put those dots together and was like, so what are you, like, what are you going to do over the summer? And I was like, I have no idea, which by the way, I, I didn't, I had no clue what I was going to do yeah. because I didn't want to go to Tennessee. I was maybe going to get like an apartment by myself, which would have just been terrible. <laughs> and right. out, out of nowhere, she's like, like, I mean, a week after meeting Caden, she's like, Hey man, just live with us for the summer. So Wow! Out of nowhere, she was like, "Live with us for the summer." And obviously, Caden and Chandler are brothers, so they both lived there. So I ended up living with Caden and Chandler for an entire summer, and that's really that's, nice. That's really all you like you need to know as far as how we met each other, because I I spent the whole summer with him and with them too. And their their jobs are to put out Como Blitzball content, so right. that's what they're doing all summer. And I was with them all summer, so through that, I just get thrown into every single bit of mm-hmm. what they're doing, and that's what ended up happening for the next two years to come. So, huh. wow, that's really nice. That is interesting. Your mom's a great lady, huh? Yes. <laughs> good, yeah. good lady. Yeah, she's awesome. Shout, so, out, shout out, mom. Shout out, mom. <laughs> shout out, Caden's mom, Brendan. I refuse. Okay. Well, <laughs> so then, <laughs> so how did uh... he said I've already thrown blitz balls at too many kids? I don't <laughs> even get into the mom. That's it. <laughs> so how did Como get started? I assume from what you've said now, context clues and all that, it was you and Chandler who like got it going. Yeah. Um, so basically back in like 2015, there was like other blitzball leagues. Like there's a we have a great blitzball community with multiple different blitzball leagues. So I watched like multiple different leagues that kind of inspired us. And then one day I walked up to Chandler, I was like, yo, let's like start a blitzball YouTube channel. Um, and then from there, kind of the rest is history. But Basically, in 2016, we posted, like, our World Series video. I mean, mm-hmm. the videos were awful, by the way. We were probably <laughs> 13 at the time, maybe. Um, okay. that, we're, like, we're like, yeah, we're done. And then we, like, changed the channel name, blah, blah, blah. So, like, Blitzball itself is, like, pretty new at this time, too, right? At around, like, when you were thinking. Blitzball is pretty new itself, like, the sport in general. Like, uh, for, I mean, it was created, like, back in the 2000s. But, like, oh, okay. for it to be, like, actually on the internet and, like, start, like, for it to start going, it really wasn't until like that time period. Right. Uh, but basically, like we we quit blissful, like we're done. Um, and then at the start of twenty seventeen or world twenty sixteen World Series blew up, like it like it like reached five hundred thousand views, which oh, wow. for us as fourteen That's year sick. olds were flipping. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. As, as a fort yeah. Yeah. That's um, wild. yeah and like we without that video we would come up with what would not be a thing so i'm gonna thank the youtube algorithm because <laughs> that video is very mid yeah. All right. uh, but like it's like edited holy on, like, shit you I almost have a million views on this video yeah plus world series 2016 and then huh. since that we kind of started it and then it, like it was kind of slow for a few years and then 2018 2019 it started getting a little bit bigger to where it was like okay maybe maybe it's still not. worth doing yeah and okay. then luckily now it got to the point to where it can be a full-time thing now uh, because like Chandler, my older brother, he, he was graduating college and it's like, well, like it's gotta be like all in or all out. And we right. decided to go all in and it ended up paying off, which is sweet to see how just things work out. But without that 2016 world series, I, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. Right. Yeah. You I'm have going that through your channel right That's now. Sick. And I real there's a video on here that I've watched, I guess years ago wow. when I first like got into blitz Bowl, the, how to throw insane blitz ball pitches. Wow. I was like, I saw that video. <laughs> I saw your face in the beginning of that video. I was like, why the fuck? I, he looks way more familiar than just like that guy looks like he's Kate. like six foot three. And then I said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Wow, that's crazy. But that's awesome. So, like, how do Blitzball and like Como Blitzball and the workings of it all, right? How does it work? Like, Sammy, I assume you didn't just come in as a captain, right? You were made captain of the Mustangs of, at some point. What's that? process like did somebody drop out or was somebody like hey i'm not comfortable like being in front of the camera and talking as much so i'll let him t talk mostly about this but definitely has a it ha is a very big mix between uh skill on both sides of the ball as far as pitching and hitting because you need someone who can do both to lead a team um personality on camera to get fans to said team and be able to run a team uh, commitment to the league as far as amount of videos you're in, amount of time you have to film videos, um, your willingness to draft a team and be there to, for to, yeah, sign free aid. Just your your overall willingness to commit to the videos, your personality, your skills. It all goes together. But as far as how it actually did happen in the timeline of things, I'll let him get into that as far as yeah. how he picks captains and whatnot. Well, first off, I, I do have to say, I'll, I'll clear this out of the way. Uh, first off, we're not frat guys, and we did not steal beer out of the <laughs> That was the best line. One of the best lines. Like, it's it's so surreal hearing Chris Rose say that about us. We're like, no, we're just, like, because the thing is that we're none of our friends. We're portrayed as professionals. Frat guys, like it's it's hilarious. Guys that kiss Trevor Cruz's wife. I, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the thing. We're portrayed as that, but really, at the end of the day, it's just kind of like it's one big friend group. Obviously, we play baseball a decent amount to where like the skill level is there at some points. Right. Uh, but like, really, it's just kind of like who's the most active at that time. Like, like who's who's gonna make the most commitment to it. So it's just it just like varies from year to year, and obviously, like some people graduate move away mm -hmm. uh but like at the end of the day like if there's comments that's like we love sammy we love sammy we're gonna make sammy yeah. the captain and like, right. he, like he said it was not or i kind of just lost my train of thought he said um we're not professionals as in like because you asked that question in a way that was like oh there's like it, there could be like a ranking system or like how many home runs does he have to hit to get himself a spotter right, or is right. there like they're running for this is there voting on like, the, you're gonna get delegated like, like at the end of the day, that's why we laugh so hard at the 
at people in the comments calling us, oh, who let the D1 athletes in? Who let the professional blitzball right. players in? Like, brother, I just woke up on a Tuesday morning, ate my hostess donuts, walked to walked over to the field in Ooh. the playground, and I'm tossing a blitzball around in front of the camera. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm not I'm not a D1 athlete. I like hey, Sammy, also you gotta test that 8 p.m. Oh yeah, and don't for, don't forget about <laughs> yeah, the marketing right. game I got later. Like Is that your breakfast of choice, so, by the way? The host like the, so, the powder the powder hostess donuts? The white ones. Those <laughs> hey, are really good. Those are really, oh, chocolate, chocolate, okay. Chocolate, yeah. All right. Yeah. So powder, to hear to hear everyone be like, who let the professional athletes in? And then for them to be like, these the frat guys yeah. from the University of Missouri. Like, I haven't sniffed a frat yeah. house, dude. It's like, I, I think that was just like the easy thing for them to market because you guys were the college guys. So, like, I think Chris yeah, Rose was like, yeah. just no, latched onto it. So it was we easy. Love it. We yeah. That's why you keep calling us frat guys. Oh, no, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it, it, it painted it so well because obviously we were the college kids yeah. in the in the tournament so for for it to be portrayed that way is honestly perfect because it just paints it better but and it makes you guys kind of like the heels we, even more we, so oh yeah we just laugh the whole time because it's like okay well yeah, right, you know i i'm you know not doing any i'll drink, of the I'll drink Bruce I, beer all day <laughs> wait you guys are telling me you guys are not kappa omega mu omega uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, actually. Yo Gabba Gabba. That's spelled coma. I saw you like typing something. I was like, what is he working on? There's there? no C in the Greek alphabet. That's what I was looking up. So it's I just went part. with K. Close enough. No, no shot. That sucks. Uh, that was the worst thing I've heard all day, Peter. Yeah. In, in, instead, we played Blitzball. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, the adjustment back. Was it tough to go from seeing at max? 69 to seeing 80 again or was like did you get like katie and we were joking about how you don't have a hit this year but like doesn't seem doesn't seem to bother sammy too much <laughs> what's your problem uh, yeah i i want to say like going back has been a struggle but also like the pitchers i'm facing in coma are absolutely insane we have one guy the number one baseball player in the world adam knudsen shout out to that guy he travels up from Iowa down to Columbia, five Holy hours per shit. game. Wow. Yeah, and then we have four, five maybe Kansas City players traveling. Like the guys in Como, like I'm, I'm not trying to hype this up. Like I, I'm not that good. I, I'm gonna just completely be honest. But like the guys in Como, they like we could play some football, but a lot of like the top players throughout the area like travel down to play in our league. And then when I show up and like they're just dicing me up, like there's sometimes where I look at the camera, it's like. I'm not hitting this. And <laughs> I'm not saying that like the skill level in combo is so different from warehouse games because it's it's just more of like the speed limit aspect because dude, if you give Jack Doyle an oh, 80 my. mile per hour speed limit, I mean he is insane. Yeah. Like yeah. he would be I like if he we have like a lot of like regional tournaments and if Jack showed up to one, he I think he would tear it up on the Yeah. Match. If if Jack or Zoe are listening to this or anybody along those lines, if we would love so badly to see Ooh. so many people in that warehouse get at 10 extra miles an hour because there was there was times when jack was throwing like 75 mile an hour like rising sliders like right if, if, if you give trevor or jack or other guys like that 10 miles an hour i'm just so like anxious to see what they could do so if we could ever get y'all in a video or out to whatever now be tournament sorry. we would love to see what they I could mean, do with 80 miles an hour. and one of those one of those games it might have been the we don't have to talk about but the radar the radar game i mean jack oh yeah might have struck Sabi out now, obviously, Sammy's mindset is different, but Jack might have struck Sammy out four times just throwing up the speed limit. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Give give him eighty miles an hour, and my average goes down significantly. There's yeah. a couple times too, I, mean, I think in that bat where you're like, I could tell that was seventy three. I knew <laughs> that's why I swung. Which, <laughs> okay, sure. Which, which, by the way, that was a complete joke. I like people took that seriously too. 
But my thing was like, I just took a strike down the middle. Down the dick. All right, that's it. I'm going to say I knew it was. I do. Yeah, like, I can tell. <laughs> Easy. That was a, that's I was like it was a joke. By, but, by my eye, yeah. I can tell two different. Yeah. No, yeah. Jack, Jack is different too in the way that like obviously he has ridiculous stuff, but he also you can just like see the, the wheels turning as he's pitching. Like, he has like crazy sequencing too, where he's like he's going in there with the plan every single pitch, and I think that would mm-hmm. really play really well with 80 miles per hour too. Yeah, very much so. So much more tunneling you can do with that speed. Oh my god. Yeah, that's yeah. the post games. Like I said this about Trevor. I said this about Jack like both times and like it wasn't coming like i didn't try to make it come off as rude but i was like that's the best they could have pitched and we five spotted all of them and like that's like and they, they knew like, that too i think yeah exactly and with like this 69 mile per hour speed limit there's only so much you can do like and there's some games like we're where we're off hitting and like and all teams are hitting five spots so sometimes as a pitcher like you just have to tip your cap if they're gonna hit some if they're gonna hit some which right. i know what do you guys like Propose a seventy-three mile per hour speed limit. Yeah, uh, which I mean, it would be interesting. It would be definitely right. be interesting. Just like as, as the the kind of the group gets a little bit better each year, you'd think like each tournament maybe yeah. they like because you, you could tell like from Blitzball Battle One, obviously they, they show the stats on the screen like no yeah. runs scored almost like there's like three or four home runs well, all tournament long. Blitzball Battle One, the first round, if I'm not mistaken, they also had a seventy-five speed limit and then they oh, dropped right. it mid-tournament. True. Yeah. Right. But anyway, they've been yeah. seeing but the pitches more and more, are and more. Much better. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and no game for us was easy that tournament either. Like, like right. I think us going there, like it shows how legit those players are. Like, they're obviously like a lot of them are first entertainers, like entertainers. But like for a skill level standpoint, like some of them are getting really good. After the championship game, Drew Davis was throwing some of his sinkers to me, and it, it's it's insane how much he's improved. It's insane. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Brendan, you haven't watched any of the Como stuff, right? Just uh, Instagram videos. So it's. Super interesting to watch because they don't show every pitch, and they like fully play defense. Right, I've so seen that much. Yeah. I gotta one. I gotta ask: Was it like a breath of fresh air? Like, oh, thank God, I don't have to fucking throw this ball to first base. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really, because a we suck at defense. We're terrible at it. With a blitz ball, it's it's so it's, hard. It's so hard. So. Not really, because either way, in the warehouse, you still have to field it, and we suck at that part, too. So it wasn't necessarily a relief, because we knew we still had to do that part. And when you're that close, and it's hard it's hard floor, right. so their balls are just getting smoked at you, <laughs> yeah. and it's bouncing like crazy, and if you're that close. like It wasn't really a relief, because we knew we weren't really going to be able to play defense on either field, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. if, if Jack and Zoe were to walk to Columbia, Missouri right now, they could walk to Columbia, Missouri, be tired from walking, and they would still be the best defensive players on the field. <laughs> <laughs> best two defensive players I know, in the It was insane, and, the catches they made. Yeah, yeah being it, like playing in the warehouse, they they get more defensive opportunities because the ball is deflected towards you. Yeah, so you get to catch it off the wall and off the ceiling, so you get more reps as far as defensive, yeah, yeah. like defensive reps. Whereas we literally almost never get the ball hit to us unless it's a pop fly that we have to go catch. Which, by the way, if you've ever tried to catch a pop fly outside with a blitz ball, just give up. You, you I think it's kind of like catching like a, like when you you know when you toss a frisbee straight in the air. I think it kind of yeah. acts like that a little bit. It, just, it, it is. I would say it's kind of like a frisbee. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's yeah, interesting it's, you say that. With no ball. I don't know if you guys listened to. We put out the episode with Zoe today, and we yeah. actually talked about it in that episode. How like very quickly you learn. Oh, a one-handed catch is not viable. Right. And then they yeah, would do it anyway. They they still figured a way to yeah. <laughs> to make one-handed catches. 
Yeah, Dex left-handed snag. I think that was against Hookline. Yeah, that yep. that might have been the best blitz ball play I've ever seen. It, it 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 truly was the best. Like I every time they made a catch, I was truly impressed, like impressed and in shock. Like if you ever looked at the reactions of the bench, I probably my jaw was probably closer to the floor <laughs> than anybody else. It was it watching them play defense was wild yeah. because you never see anybody play defense like that in blitz ball, especially outside. And you're on the stage too. It's nuts. Exactly. It's in front of those exactly. people. Yeah. Really crazy. Uh, so what was like this? I, you guys are undefeated, right? What was the scariest moment in any game throughout the tournament? Like a, a fear of you guys losing a game. Uh, I think definitely once Dan Rourke started hitting off me. Oh, I, I was like, I, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think it was that game. I think when, when Caden and I went down 4-0 and Trevor hit a slider, on Caden and he started dancing. He like he danced over to like the wall. He was like he was jumping up and down after he, it was four. It was four nothing. Yeah. He threw a row slider and Caden and I looked at each other and we were like, Yeah, he yeah he can dance after that. Right. Like, they're, right. They're, they're, they're up four to nothing. They shelled us. He's hitting strikes. He's striking us out. This might not be our game. And we kind of accepted it at that point until we kind of looked at each other and we we're like, Wait a minute. We we can very easily five spot every inning if we want to. So we. I mean, that kind of that became your game plan. is just throw fives. Yeah. yeah, I still think that was our scariest. Especially after the Beck Flurry game, we we only won three to one, snuck by, and then we're down four zero. At that point, we're not looking at all like favorites. At that right. point, obviously, people from the start like some people are like, oh, why do you invite the professionals? It was it was not easy, man. It was not yeah. easy. Yeah, just which I think people in the comments and whatever else are have kind of seen through this and are figuring it out but we didn't win any of those games easily like the a lot of easy back and was probably the 5-0 like rotten one but outside of that they were like all a grind where Kaden and i at some point in every game were kind of shaking in our boots like mm -hmm. it was not just because we were the favorites doesn't mean any of it was easy it was stupid hard to go into that warehouse and yeah and play every game how you're supposed to because recency bias in my head, I was going to guess it was just getting to two outs against Jack when Jack strikes out Sammy. Like, oh, shit. Because I didn't think they're going to get any outs. I thought you guys were just going to walk it off right away. And then I, they got one out. I'm like, oh, they could get two outs maybe. And then they got two outs. It's like, this this could be a game. And then Caden gets to walk off single. But like, I would, I would, that's that's really hard to do. Because once you, yeah, you're back you up against the them. wall. But. You heard them before. They're content creators. They did it on purpose. Oh, they, they threw us. Drama. Right. Obviously, I pitched terribly and gave a five. Wow. Of course I did it on <laughs> of purpose. Of course. Come on, guys. I, I'm actually so glad the game ended up like that. I thought the final game was – I mean, at first, you're like, oh, this is, this is a blowout. Yeah. But yeah. then they come back. I mean, you see We Got Ice, how they come back. It's nuts. And then the final inning, to, for it to come down to that, like it's base loaded. It's like, yep, yeah, well, they're coming back up to bat. And then – Wow, what I mean, and and insane ending, like yeah. Wow. Because once you Absolutely. put up the like once you like go so far in the beginning, in my head I'll be like, I'm smelling the money, baby. It's it's all coming to me, and then like <laughs> you start to see it all slip away so quickly. I I would start to just freak out. My thing is, I I think I did. I don't know about Caden, but I I think I did. Once we put up, once we put up a zero, and then oh put God, up yeah. five. So that's the best you could do. I, we had won the game in my head at that point, no matter yeah. what. Like, even if they put up a five spot on us. Right. Worst case did, scenario. Yeah, that happens. I think you might have even talked did, about that on the field, I too. Still, still in my head was like, 
99.9% confident that we were winning. So I never really got nervous. Even after I struck out to Jack, which by the way, again, props to Jack, that's the craziest blitzball pitch I've ever seen. <laughs> um, even after I struck out, you if you watch the video, you'll like I, I literally just point at Jack, I smile, I give the bat to Caden, and I'm just, and then I start jumping up and down doing jumping jacks, like, like let's go, go Caden, like this is where it's gonna end. Like yeah. I, for some reason, I was just fully confident we were still fine. Single, singles machine. Up, so. Yeah, uh, Zoe was on that final hit. Zoe DM me, he's like, man, like you had to hit it on the ground. I was like, if I hit it in the air, that game's going extras. Like, yeah. like yeah, I was right. in the moment, I'm not thinking about that, but I'm like, that's in the air. We're somebody's catching off or whatever yeah. the extra innings rule is. So we're joking with each other. I was like. Like did Jack Jack almost made a play on that final ball too? Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if we talked about this, and I don't remember in my head where Zoe was positioned behind him. But there's a chance. Is there was there a chance that if Jack got out of the way, that Zoe fields that ball? Oh, that's a great question. On the wall. I don't know. Caden hit the living shit out of the ball. Right, but I mean, it might have so been really just hard because it was. Against but he's so close as a pitcher. I think yeah. I think Jack had the only opportunity on that okay. final walk off. Yeah. No, I don't think Zoe had a shot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was moving too way too fast. Yeah, I can't believe he got his hands up in time. Yeah, so like, no, I in the moment, like when it was filmed, I didn't even realize that it was close. Then on video, like when we had like our watch party, all of them like were kind of looking at. I was already celebrating. They're like, "Wait, is it past his hands?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on camera, you couldn't tell if he caught it or not for a second. And after yeah. seeing the hard term and what defensive plays they would made, I mean, you you have to like think that you think it's gonna get stuck gonna in his fingers play. somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. but. It was it was hard enough hit ball. It was, it was a very tough play for Jack, but uh, but yeah, it was it was a very close game at the end there. So did you know right away that it like hit his hands and dropped or like went through, or were you also like, what just happened? Uh, well, I that, don't I don't think we had any sort of recollection that it was even close to being field. I thought we we just thought it was field. Yeah, I was just thinking about well, we were screaming like little girls after we oh were, yeah <laughs> like straight up little girls. That was yeah. Yeah. awesome. Yeah. The fact that Jumbo Media was able to create that, like, I can confidently say that's top three moment of my life. Like, like no, yeah, there, there's there's definitely debate for one, but you got you got to <laughs> toss it for the top three. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Tell us the movie. Yeah, like, yeah, like Sammy was talking to shit here and there, but like at the end of the day, like we we're all like obviously in between games. There's like two hour breaks, so we're hanging out with them the entire time. Yeah, right. And yeah, like looking back on that week, I'm like. That's just so surreal. Yeah, like it's. Yeah. it's it, I don't. I think in. I think Jimmy and even maybe some other players you've talked to have described it as this. It was like a summer camp. Yep. Like you, but like glorified. It was yeah. awesome. That's it. Like, especially for two like twenty year old guys like us. Yeah. We show up in there, chartering you in a Sprinter van to and from the <laughs> hotel to, to the warehouse, and then you spend all day in the warehouse, and then you eat breakfast and lunch with all the crew and the squad and whatever and then you go and play your games and you cheer everybody on and then you just hang out in between games and which that's another thing by the way that i said in my final post game we play our games and then we hang out eat socialize in between our games everybody else is working 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 24 oh 7 so how do we do this like, and you heard you saw in some their videos afterwards how crazy it is and how much goes into it yeah, and yeah. everything that they're doing so i said in the post game that i f like feel bad not in the way of that oh shoot like we just like played too good but in a way that we played like all we did was, was play, play 
where everyone else is doing their job and doing it really, <laughs> yeah. really well, yeah. like doing a great job. And it's, you can tell it's stressful. You have to do so much at once. There's, you know, everybody's doing something different and they're all going doing it at the same time and putting out this crazy production while we just go and smack a blitz ball around and then go sit and eat lunch and talk. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, just yeah. stuck so your face you in just, a swing bat. Just have to take your cap and thank them for that. And again, we do thank them for that. It was really awesome. Was there ever a point where you were like, uh, "Do you need any help with anything? Could I like <laughs> Can I hold a camera?" For you? If I try, if if I try to do anything they're doing, I'm burning the place. The guy, the guy that's like, "Number one, number one, show Joe's and yeah. the catcher's costume." The director, yeah, 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 yeah. If I, yeah, you, yeah, definitely couldn't really offer any help unless it was like just the basic household stuff because. Yeah, they're they're all so into what they do, and so much goes into it. So, like I said, if I tried, I, the place would probably burn down. So yeah. we're gonna we're leave, do it. leave that to them for now. I'll just play the blitz ball. <laughs> all you could do is like, I'll wrap up the leftovers from lunch if you guys want, and then you, eat you guys it anyway. want these in the fridge or the freezer to preserve them longer. <laughs> that I'll clean up the toilet. <laughs> so, like. We talked about it ad nauseum here from a skills standpoint for you guys, <clears throat> where we kept saying that we thought the big thing that separated you guys from the rest of the tournament was how good your eye was at like mm -hmm. taking a ball that was maybe an inch off the pipe. At the time, did it feel like that to you as well, where you're like, we're seeing these guys really well? Or were you like, yeah, everybody here has about the same level of like discipline at the plate? yeah we i think that was one of our best things like which we've started to figure out this year that we're really good at that because of going from 90 like no speed limit where guys are chucking 90 95 and then it then we go down to 80 and so we're seeing that and then to go down to 69 when you have that much time to see it yeah. we we've realized we are very very just because of our experience with higher speeds it's a lot a lot easier to read the spin and read what is and isn't going to hit and we understand a blitz ball more than the average person, obviously. So it's like all those sliders that I was taking. It's like, even though it started at my front hip, I'm fully aware that those guys have enough movement on those pitches that they're right. going to go all the way past the zone. The ones that were going to hit the zone are the ones that start behind me. So as blitz ball players, I think both of us and a lot of other guys in our league would tell you, with certain pitches, we pick out a spot where the ball has to start for us to swing right so on a two seam i've got that spot on the right on the outside right that i have it has to start for me to swing on the slider i know it has to start behind me to swing if it starts at my hip i know it's still going to get too much movement it's going to be outside um i would say the biggest ones that are harder to take is high and low because you can't really it's harder to pick a high low spot versus an inside outside spot but and high pitches are just so started, juicy too so yeah, exactly exactly but we started to figure out that we were doing really well at that. And honestly, like we cracked a couple jokes. Like he, he came up to me after taking one that barely missed and like walked. And he was like, my eyes are like a hawk. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. killing this. I, was like I was like, yes, like you are killing this. And we both did. I think we did really, really good. Like with discipline. Yeah. And it comes from the higher speeds. Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense. It's almost like, like a, a visual donut. Like when you're swinging a bat with a donut on, you have like the, you take it off and you swing faster. Like it's just like going from 90 to 69 is just, Exactly. makes it so much yeah. easier. Yeah. yeah. So were you this good at recognizing spins and pitches when you played baseball too? Or is this something new that just came about? 
Um, I only played baseball until my freshman year of high school, but even then, I was why which why I think I'm so good at blitzball as far as hitting goes is, and when I did play baseball, I which by the way, my freshman year of high school, I was literally like five two and a hundred pounds, like you you know you could <laughs> taller than me my freshman year of high school. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was, you know, a hundred pounds with a soaking sweatshirt on, but. Yeah. I couldn't, so I couldn't hit for power. So I like all, all I was good with was my hand eye coordination. So I would get in the bat to every single ball. I don't use a ton. I didn't, I never used a ton of lower body, which is why I didn't have power. Um, but I would get my hands to every single, like, I think I can't remember my exact stats. I mean, it's freaking freshman year baseball, but I, I did not strike out very, I didn't strike out very often because I would ground out pretty often. But I'm like I would touch the like ball every time. I would get right. my hands to the ball one way or another, and that's why with blitzball, like all you have to do is get. You don't yep. have to hit for power. You have to hit. All you have to do is touch it. It's literally so just like bat to ball skills. If you can get your hands to the ball, you're going to be golden, which is why I think I'm pretty decent yeah. at the hitting side of things. And then for me, I'm not a D1 athlete. I got cut from my eighth grade travel <laughs> baseball team. I just, wow. I mean, I, me and my brother have been playing blitzball since 2012, 2013. It's yeah. been it's been forever, so it's just more of like I've been I've been playing for so long to where I've just I'm just so used to it. Like it's it's not even like a thought process. It's right. just I'm, I'm going out there playing. Yeah. How'd I, you I, even find out about Blitzball like ten years ago? Because I know like for me, I had found out about it when I was in grad school in like twenty seventeen. <clears throat> and but I had nobody to play with at the time, so I was just like, I guess yeah. I'll just I didn't think I, I didn't find out about it until stuff. like until COVID, really? Why didn't you tell me about it? Yeah, Because well, we weren't living together, Brendan. <laughs> okay. We were living in different parts of the state. Sounds like your fault. Yeah. Uh, what I have to say about that is, like, back in 2012, shout out Aiden McDermott. He, like, I went over to his house, and I guess his dad bought him some bullet balls for his birthday. Uh, I guess, like, a promo video he somehow found. Um, and then from there, we just played pickup games for a year, few years until we started playing. But also, I really start started to get to know Blitzball. Dude Perfect has made three Blitzball trick uh, shot videos. Uh, so that's kind of when Blitzball really hit the surface, at yeah. least for a content creation standpoint. But yeah, for finding Blitzballs, I mean, it's just luck that one of my friend's dads saw a cool video on the internet of Blitzball and then bought it for him. And then one day I walked over, he's like, look at this thing. I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. So I've been playing since. Which I, so I didn't live with Caden or in Columbia until my sophomore year of high school. So before that, I lived in Springfield, Missouri, which is just two hours south of here. And um, I also, I don't know how, whatever, just through my interest in baseball and wiffle ball and blitzball, I owned one somehow, some way, and would play in the backyard with my brother. And I, I even, the 2016 World Series video that they were talking about, that we were talking about earlier, I actually saw that video. Um, before I even moved to Columbia and like knew they existed. Like I watched, I watched that video um, and like a short form clip of like Chandler's bat flip. He like, he, in that there's a point in that video where he hits an absolute nuke and just throws the ball into, or throws the bat into a different area code. And it was like, <laughs> like to 12 year old me, that was like the coolest thing ever in, mm -hmm. which is, and so like the like he was saying the algorithm just picked that video up somehow out of nowhere and it blew up and i was literally one of the people that saw it before i even knew they wow. existed and i played 
I played in my backyard with my brother a little bit and then didn't play for like a year or two because I moved and was doing other things. And then that's when I, and then I met him. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So we got two more questions for you. They're, so this, they're this fun is, ones. We can call this, this is the segment. Our, this our is new the segment, segment. This is the segment part of the show. Part. Yeah, very important. This is the segment part of the show. We have a friend named oh, wait, Chris. Real quick though. I forgot. I did want to give you my, my freshman year baseball stats. Because I know. Brendan remembered his question from before. That wasn't it, but um, my <laughs> freshman year, I batted one for five with the cost nice. with the cost stealing. <laughs> wow! I, I pinch you ran. I was I was the track player, uh, well track runner, uh, who was like the, the pinch runner, and they put me on, and it was freezing cold, and I was wearing a literal sweatshirt coming off first base, and then I took like a two step lead. I wasn't even trying to steal, and then they threw over first pitch. And I just didn't even move. I was like, I can't, I can't. I'm, I'm so cold. <laughs> and they just dug me out. <laughs> and I didn't try well, out again did. the next year. You know, you did your job as a pinch runner, I guess. Hey, <laughs> nope. Or not. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Hey, and that's the great thing about blitzball. Is like baseball wasn't for me, and then yeah. blitzball is like how I found life again in the sport of baseball because I I enjoy watching it, I enjoy playing it, but obviously playing it competitively, coaches are so hard on you. Everything like that, like sometimes it forces you away from baseball. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just a game. You should have fun with it, which is why Blitzball is yeah. so awesome, just because you can just pick it up and play. Absolutely. And yeah. like, yeah, it's wild. And we talked about with Zell a little bit too, how like with wiffle ball, I grew up playing a lot of wiffle ball. Uh, that ball just like doesn't travel really well when you're outside or like if you're in a windy area, it's really tough to pitch. But at least Blitzballs don't have the holes. So you can kind of just play in whatever weather, which I, I really appreciate about the sport. Yeah. Yeah. And also like with baseball pitch grips like if you quit baseball and go to blitzball yes. like if you throw a curveball in baseball like if you pick up a blitzball through that same grip it, it just makes like sense it's going to move the same exact way so right. the transition from playing baseball to blitzball it's sometimes it's more like easy. intuitive yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> so as i was saying before i was so rudely interrupted by brendan i'm rude <laughs> <laughs> we have a, a friend named chris who does not listen to the podcast, uh, but he does watch... <laughs> and he hasn't watched Blitzball Battle 3 either. <laughs> hasn't watched Blitzball Battle 3. Tip, usually we have a group chat. It's me, Brendan, and Chris. But for some reason, he like, has an entire segment on the show. He's, yeah, we gave him a segment. He's going to ask you guys a question. The only thing the <laughs> only thing he knows about... The only thing he knows about you guys is that you're Cardinals fans, which I hope is true. Yes. yes. Okay, perfect. His question is... Do you think the the pitching woes in St. Louis is because Yadier Molina is no longer on the team? Um, Real baseball analysis. Well, we know this listen, is your job. ESPN. Here. If you, you know, you either are, are good at what you're doing or you're bad at what you're doing. And right now, they're bad at what they're doing. However, I do think Yadi leaving has a massive impact on not only the pitching, but the entire team and pool holes because – that that team does not have like a vocal like leader right now. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you got Arnado and Goldie who are like quote unquote leaders, but neither of them verbalize their like leadership. I guess they're just like and leaders because of their stats and their performance. Exactly. That's my that that's more of the leading. Whereas like Yachty was probably hitting a buck twenty, and he's still <laughs> like leading the team. Yeah, as you're still scared as... of him, even though he's like playing. Like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
So I, I don't think they have the leadership aspect, I guess, because of Yachty being gone. But the pitching, I mean, if you suck, you suck. Figure it out. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. same. Your dog's named Yachty, right? Oh, yeah. My, oh, wow. my, dog, I, my dog's name is Yachty. There you go. Wow. That's perfect. Makes sense. Do you yeah. guys, like, remember Poolhose's first stint on the Cardinals, or were you guys too young for that? Oh, no. Our Poolhose was my idol. Hey, I, that's that's I had I had a fat head, uh, like a fat oh. head. <laughs> of pool holes That's on cool. my, yeah. in my room. Shout out to I would like play invisible baseball in like my kitchen of me act like I'm Albert Pujols. <laughs> I, I was Albert I was Albert Pujols for Halloween one year. I drew a goatee. <laughs> nice. I drew a goatee in with Sharpie. I think I was like six. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. so yeah. awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. And then it was surreal seeing him. I, I went to the Homer Derby last year, so seeing him yeah. compete in that was That's amazing. Ma- magical. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's really cool. So, last question. Fun question. We're going to end up... This is going to be the question we ask everybody for these interview series. All right. Excluding Chandler, if the teams were three players, who would you guys add on your team? Two caveats. It has to be somebody who wasn't already on a team in Blitzball Battle 3, and it has to be somebody within reason. So, like we're talking about Albert Pujols, can't be Albert Pujols. And what, for Caden specifically, why would it not be Quinn? And you can't use Chandler because Zoe, <laughs> Zoe, <laughs> Zoe already picked Chandler. Is it why you can't use Chandler? Quinn, well, first off, Quinn is washed. Did you say, did you say Zoe picked Chandler? Yeah, Zoe picked Chandler. That's why you can't use him. Oh, yeah. Quinn is washed. Yeah, Quinn's washed. He was the Silver Slugger back in... The Silver Slugger. <laughs> Silver Slugger back in 2020. He batted 600. And then uh, we... I mean, me and Quinn, we're bros. But, like, on camera, we're always, like... We hate each other. Like it's yeah. funny. It's like we're creating this story. Uh but for... So for Brendan, really quick for Brendan. Quinn was on Caden's team for what'd you guys say, five years? Yeah, five years. Five yeah, years. Ever... And then this offseason as a free agent, he said, uh, fuck you to Caden <laughs> went to a different team. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah. Don't blame him. So that's why he's not part of this team. But the way Caden's yeah. hitting, uh, you can't blame him. Yelled <laughs> <laughs> right now. Stray bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best hitter in Blitzball outside of you, Sam? We probably want. <laughs> we probably do. We want Adam. Like, oh yeah, I'd, I'd pick Adam Knudsen. It doesn't have to be the same person for the both of you. Oh, you guys okay. could pick well, different people. I'm gonna pick Adam Knudsen because he's the number one player in Blitzball. He's a lefty. He played in the Challenger series. Yeah. Uh, like oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lefty. Disgusting drop ball. I mean, he lives Blitzball. He breathes Blitzball. Um, we'll, we'll take him as our third guy. Okay. Which I would. I would say the same thing, but I'll I'll think of a different one. But I would say the same thing because I think we, him and I, from what we have showed, obviously, in BB3, that we hit really well. But the pitching was the only area we really struggled in. So if we got a lefty pitcher who has every pitch in the book, it, it's, it, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. lefties, you don't see lefties in the warehouse either. Like, the only one you really see is Dan Canobio. Yeah. And for, yeah. for a long time, like, in the, in the battle roulette, he threw just fastballs, and they just couldn't see it. They just didn't see yeah. any of it. So, I mean, I think that'd be really valuable. I'd say, but I'm, I'll say for my answer that's not Adam, I would, off the top of my head, might not be the best logistical answer, but I don't know if, if you know him, if you've watched the videos, but Joey DeMeo. He's, is he for, the one that... Uh, Chandler picked up after the Riptides dropped him to get first pick. No, that, no. that's Jake Short, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah. that's yeah. what I thought you were going to say. He's, Joey's like the captain of the steamrollers. Okay, he, yeah, 
so he's just one of our better i picked him for a lot of different reasons he's just one of our better friends he's a complete goofball um really really good with off-speed pitches as far as under 69 goes he can make that work not like a the greatest hitter but like if we covered that and he could pitch and just like for him to just be like i'm not even thinking like strictly blitz ball right now but like just for him to be a part of our team and like come on a trip with us or whatever just i, I that's more what i was yeah. about. Okay. i think it would be i just yeah. think it'd be awesome yeah, if, i guess i guess if you're going for content wise which i guess this is one of the caveats but I, my dream would be to play with Jake Story Alley. That that guy is just <laughs> always great mood, high energy guy. But, yep. yeah. Because the thing is, is that when we're playing, I don't know how much you can see it on videos, but like we're walking back to the mound, we're like we're hyping each other up on the mound. Like, yeah. Sammy could throw a shit pitch, and I'm like, Sammy, that's a good idea. No, it, it happened multiple times. <laughs> I threw a non-competitive pitch. Kim was like, "That's a great pitch," and Peter was like, "No, it's not." Yeah, it's it is. Not, no, nope, it sucks. It's it's such a mindset game, so yeah. you have to act like he's pitching so good whenever, whenever he's not. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. It's, that's just, it's just all mindset. So the the chemistry has yeah. to be. So there. having having Joey with us would that would the chemistry would be there. It'd be a great time. He's a good blitzball player. Yeah. So has to be a high energy guy. Got yeah. it. So who would win between Caden uh, and Chandler and you and Joey, or Caden and Adam rather? Oh oh, Caden and Adam versus oh. I'll. I mean, I'll just. I'll just be the humble guy here. They. They would probably win just because out of the four, I'm probably the lowest tier of pitching, so they would probably hit off me. But it. We're we're assuming this is in the warehouse with Blitzball Battle yes. Three rules. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Yeah. And you, um, you just found that curveball too, so it's, things are different. I'd say from this. I think we win for the same reason. Just it literally just. I think it would be down to the wire, head to head, and then I think Joey and I would score off of Caden's pitch. Wow, yeah. they they claim that they they can see that curveball easily, which they, anybody who has ever played against Caden can hit his off speed pitches. <laughs> so, with that, with that, that's just because we we're used to Caden's delivery. Whereas, like that's true. Jack and Zoe saying that they couldn't hit it, I think that is strictly because they weren't used to his delivery because he's this six three dude who's like he's throwing know, from a six becoming, six slot. He, he, yeah, he's becoming a contortionist every time he throws the okay. ball. <laughs> yeah. So and then and then he he folds his entire body and then he's throwing it from a six six you know point and then it's dropping in on it. so obviously it's hard your first time so that's why I think they said that but for those of us who have played against Caden we understand that and I think we would hit it. So. His, his short answer is that it's me. Okay, Caden <laughs> is the problem, everybody. <laughs> that's funny. But that's everything I got. Yeah, you guys have any questions for us before we uh, wrap it up? Um, we're not that interesting, I mean, so I get it. You guys plan to keep covering like everything John Boy's doing in other Blitzball battles, or what are y'all's yeah. plans? I, I don't know if we were at first, and then we got such a good response from doing this. We were kind of just going to do it just so we could get our thoughts to each other and like have them down like on paper, I guess, because we were just doing this as like a text group back and forth for a while, and like. And I do a, yeah. a few other podcasts, like Peter. We should do a podcast. He's like, I was thinking the same thing. So we started yeah. doing it, assuming like maybe a handful of people would listen and tune in. And then I think after like the first couple episodes dropped, Zoe just blew us up on Twitter. And then Jimmy started reaching out, and Joe's and all those people. I was like, oh shit, they're they're like the people that yeah. we want to be listening are listening because like, it. And then it turned into a whole bigger discussion, which is so much more fun. Like you reached out, Sammy. Like everybody has been yeah. talking to us and that's who we really want to talk to like this is the, the coolest part is talking to you guys so i think this yeah. whole thing has inspired us to do like ball and plays coming up soon then we're going to cover like the floorball stuff um <clears throat> and just try to talk to as many 
people that are involved in Jumbo Media and Blitzball. And, like, the Blitzball is our main thing because I think that's Jumbo Media's flagship sport anyway. But yeah, yeah. yeah I think we, we, we plan to do more. Yeah. It's funny how this like evolved because we I had the idea, like Brendan said, like I was thinking I want to do a podcast. Brendan does how many podcasts at this point that are active? Uh, three or four active. I have one that's on Patreon. I have wow. to, I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing one in like 10 minutes after this. He he does a ton of podcasts. I a lot like, of like TV recaps used to stuff. do one, but it like died out um, because it was it just got to be way too much work. And I didn't want to like inundate Brendan with like another podcast, so I was like, if he if he approaches me, I'll do it because like <laughs> me and Brendan went to college together. Um, then we lived you, together. You when isn't the only time you guys talk to each other? It, we text, <laughs> but like <laughs> Brendan lives out on Long Island. I live in New Jersey. We lived together for a year out on Long Island, but like since then, for me, it was just like I get to see my friend a couple yeah. times a week. I mean, we <laughs> lived together, and Peter. Met a girl and got married to her. And in that year that he met her, he's like, peace, I'm going to go it, live with her is, now. Is it really that easy, man? Apparently, <laughs> I didn't know. It's that yeah, easy. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, then you too yeah. can become handsome, just like me. <laughs> oh, That's okay, what cool. happens. Yeah. See, that's my issue. Yeah, the three of us are ugly right now. DM me on Twitter all the tips you got. Yeah. After the, you I'm got done. it. I don't know if I ever explain. Have I ever explained the joke on the podcast? So about the handsome uh, thing? This past January, I turned thirty, and my I have two younger brothers, and my whole family was over my house um, to celebrate, <laughs> and I had made the joke that the only determining factor in a man's handsomeness is if he's married or not, and <laughs> obviously I was like, looks like me and dad are handsome, and you're not, you two, and they got like real mad. At it. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, we're running with this. That's it forever. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I think I heard you say that on another podcast. Yeah. And okay, like, good. See, so I'll be married. Yeah, I'll be soon, I'll be handsome you? in October. For now, I'm just ugly as fuck. Not married. You'll be handsome. I'll be handsome. I'm not. <laughs> I don't care about the marriage part. I just try to get good looking. <laughs> Put that in your Twitter bio. bio handsome. 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 <laughs> Finally, handsome. As of. <laughs> and then I'll I'll put in my Twitter bio. King shit. King shit. <laughs> that's true. You are king shit. You are king shit. Thanks, you got I, it. I love that. On the back, on the back <laughs> of, of the course. card, not, not just married, but just handsome. <laughs> just, just handsome? handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's going to have to live with being handsome. That's it. That's it. But yeah, cool thanks guys. for taking the time out to talk to us, guys. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Appreciate I'll, keep, I'll keep on listening. Yeah. Thank Nicole. you very much. Please I'll do. keep yeah. watching Como. I'll, I'll, you yeah. know what? I'll start watching Como. There you go. You got a fan of How me. wholesome is this? How wholesome. Amazing. Unbelievable. We all love each other. Look at us. Look at all us. right. Well, Brendan, you got anything else? Nope. <laughs>